Heck of a primer. Good at carrying the shock. Oh, my God. Oh, one person's watching. Hey, really? Yay! Hey. We woke him up. Uh, now we can begin.
660. He said 260. 260. 260. Whatever. Five years in a row, every Thursday night in a pool shed at Pine Grove, Ontario. There's been a show called Life from the Dutch Hall. Fuck yeah, there has been. Broadcasted to the interweb, to the universe, to everyone to listen to this shit. And it started out with two bumblefucks in a shed with a lawnmower. Five years later, baby. The lawnmower's gone. We are a whole lot of bumblefucks in a hey, shed. Yeah. Yeah. So let's celebrate this success. Five years of having a good time and fine grow with our friends, our listeners, the people that have got us here, the people that have had a good time with us. We love you. There's only, one way get, there's only one way to get it started. How do we do that, Peter? I find my slap rattle when we do this thing we call... The theme to the season five finale of Live from the Dutch Hall. We are Canada's only late night talk show and the greatest podcast ever to come out of the pool shed and find your life. Oh yeah, we are. Pardon. And I believe we are that way because we have the greatest band in Canadian late night history. The Nocturnal Emissions, everyone. Surprise this week of my favorite, my favorite of all the renditions of the Nocturnal Editions. Band leader Michael Bow on Rhythm and Bundle. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. The balls of the Nocturnal Editions. Whiskey West Reggae. In the corner on the guitar. Director. And you know what he says, fuck bartending. I'm hiring the best bartender we've had quite some time. We're getting back in an old school person. That's part of his job now. He's a, he's a uh, what do you call that? What do you say? Separate the work out. Like, what do you 
like all that. Disperse. Disperse. Delegator. He's a delegator. Paul Van Dyke, everyone. Beside him, that guy I was just talking about. That's an old friend of the show. That's Jamie Barney. Co-host chair tonight. Don't forget the co-host of this program. This man has been upgraded for bartender. Those people are scum and shit. This guy's the co-host chair. This is Derek the Beaver Man. And now it's the host of this show. It's your two-time president of award Five years. Five years, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning in to Live from the Dutch Hall. There's three people watching live on YouTube. And you know, you know what those three people are? They're gems. They're diamonds in the rough. You are my three favorite people in the whole entire world right now. Because we're celebrating five years of Live from the Dutch Hall. Five years, and what I managed to gather is these three people right here. These three people right here. I love you. And because of my attachment with these three people watching on YouTube live right now, this is why I continue to do it week after week. This is why I purchased an entire church. You always have one. <laughs> you always have at least one. What? Yeah, I have to have at least one. We get one. It going. When I when I have to, if we sit here on YouTube live and we never get to that first person watching, we will just never ever do a show we again. We don't start. That's how we know we're done. <laughs> That's how we know we're canceled. <laughs> is when nobody wants to watch it anymore. But five years ago, nobody would oh. ever want to watch a thing that they never thought of because it didn't exist. Right. Right. And then uh, I got a heater in my Dutch hall. Uh, and the only reason I called my, my uh, pool shed, which used to house a, uh, an actual motor for my pool. <laughs> pool That's pump right. and motor. A pool a pump, lawnmower. a motor, lawnmower. When I, when I, nice when I bought the, when I toured this house to buy it, in here they had like a big, like a, it was like a, a planter, a big planter box with like cigarette butts in it. Because you could, this is the only place that uh, they would just like, Come in here and like they had an old planter box and then and we're like, where do we butt out our cigarettes? You just put it in there. In the planter box. This was a piece of shit uh, shed, you know, <laughs> just for the motor, so it didn't get like rusty in the winter <laughs> or whatever the fuck happens to motors outside. I don't know, but I'm gonna find out because I put it outside. <laughs> that thing was too loud for our show. <laughs> That's why. Just taking up too much space. Yeah, that motor had nothing to do with this fucking show. I tell you that it was only a hindrance. You know, one year we did this program. And my pool turned really green because we had a, <laughs> we, we did long shows that year. I think when we started, we were going for an hour, and then there was a period where we were Joe Rogan in it up, where we were going like three hours or like whatever long term. Like, how long you want to go? Let's start early and just chat. But there was no musical component to it, right? And there's a lot less people that I would consider the cast of the show at that time. You know, it was just a ma basically people that would come in as guests. One-on-one. Oh, -on -one. And you would try a lot of one-on-ones, and then it became like, you know, one-on-ones, plus I needed some guy to play guitar. Mm -hmm. So it would be either Charters or you right. or Mike, or uh, it would be uh, 
whoever would come in and that's musically talented. Yeah. Otherwise, I didn't care because I had an iPad with a soundboard on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cheeky baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. I wish. I, maybe next week. We'll get a little cheeky baby and we uh, worked hard snake. for that. We worked hard for that. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, exactly. We had uh, the Iron Sheik. Uh, it got to be our all-time greatest guest of life from the Dutch Hall, right? No question. No question. If you haven't listened to Iron Sheik versus the Dutch Hall, it's one of my favorite episodes. It's got to be my favorite episode it's of like all a, times. He's I, like a Dutch Hall Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame for sure. He's our favorite guest. Mike got him to sign something. He had to hold his hand and like force him to write it because he was falling asleep. He was like an old man at the. And Mike's like like he a, needed a nap. The guy had just been through hell. He watched a movie where he had to relive the death of his own daughter. Yeah, he was you know? crying. He was shaking. Yeah. <laughs> He's the only guy I know in the world that writes, has worse penmanship than I do. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, he, to, he was so sweet, though, like yeah. asking how to be accommodating to us, eh? You know, like even when I asked him to do the promo for Charters, I was asking him, I said, because uh, I, I, you don't get any prep. They told me and Michael, this is our film crew at the time. This is our, <laughs> me and Michael are like, we had two guys raising a tobacco farm. That know shit about shit, <laughs> right? We know nothing about nothing. We're good at stirring shit, though. Somehow we made a podcast in a shed in like where we have no skills. Like I've come to find out that people spend money to go to school to learn stuff about this industry, and I did not. No, put yourself out there. And you did not either. <laughs> Zero. Right? Steve did. Hmm? Right? You did, right? You invested money in this. What an idiot. Yeah, we do it for nothing, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. They can't teach you how to drink. We just teach ourselves how to drink. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying that uh, we didn't know what we were doing at all. No. And we got the opportunity. To inter- that someone said, would you like to interview the Iron Sheik? And we're like, oh, fuck yeah. Our second favorite who are you thing, with? wrestling. Our this is, they asked us, who are you with? Because was, what was that fucking guy's name that was there? Uh, oh, I used s- to be on MTV. Oh, Bill Wilischka. Bill Wilischka. Oh. Who you with? What channel? And we're like uh, Dutch Hall. Live from the Dutch <laughs> Hall. <laughs> Dutch Hall. That's who we're with. Yeah. yeah and you know, yeah. we said that we go, we're a we're a Canadian podcast, and he was like, "Oh, podcast," and then he like laughs us off. Oh yeah, yeah. he did. Right? He laughs us off like we're bullshit. Oh, Bill Wilischka. Yeah. What a fucking douche, eh? Loser. And then uh, uh, we go to uh, then we go to watch the interviews. Like, there's all the people like us that are lined up to do the interviews. <laughs> yeah. And then we totally get what Bill Willisca's talking about because, like, all the podcasters that are going up are like complete idiots. They're the worst. Yeah. They're the absolute. It's like Comic Con. Yeah. It's like the absolute worst. One guy was just trying to pretend he was like Ric Flair or something. And like, yeah, he wore like a whole outfit and just, it was embarrassing. And the Iron Sheik like took him and then just like fucking broke him down and, and like made it like totally shook his confidence. Like, he couldn't commit to the bit anymore because the Iron Sheik just fucking like, didn't want to play his game Yeah, because he's actually a real human being that's nice yeah and he was trying to say like listen i've won like awards for my talent i have was it used to be the the uh, the the bodyguard for the uh sheik of iran or whatever you know i was the uh i was the champion of the ou double wrestling you know metal he told every one of those fucking people before i went up that that was what he uh, did and they were trying to like have play games with him and make him be a fool for him, right? And I was like, no, we can't do that to the sheik, man. Respect the sheik. You got to respect the sheik. So the first part of the interview, all respect. They just go- going through his resume. We're like his uh, accolades. We read about it on the way there. We actually studied him. Yeah, on the we drive. studied him on the drive because we respect him. And, and we were like, we got to make sure we. And then once we heard him like like trying to tell these people his his credentials, I'm like, oh, I have to go that way in the interview because he's uh 
proud of this. This is his. This is what he wants to communicate to everybody. Mm-hmm. It's clear what he wants to get across to the media is that he's not a joke. That he's a proud man that's accomplished at what he does. You know. So, so I'm like. So he embraced you then. Because oh yeah, we right played way. into what he wanted us to yeah. communicate. So we gave him what he wanted, and then we asked him for a favor. Right, so, just at the end. Yeah. So he's going, Mister. <laughs> nice, nice sneaking. Because you know when he goes, "What's your name?" Yeah. Say it again. He said, "Say it again." But no, no, no. Before that, when he was just like, I was asking him questions, and I said, "Didn't you work with Ivan Putsky?" The, the and he go, "Oh, Polish power." I'm like, "Oh yeah, my buddy's a Polak like Ivan Putsky." Yeah. Oh, Polish power, you know. And then uh, he, <laughs> but uh, when I was when I was talking to him. He was like, uh, when he started to realize I was respecting his credentials, he then asked me what my name was. Right. And he said, oh, Mr. Peter. Mr. Peter, yeah. You're you can an, hear it on You're there. an intelligent man or yeah. whatever. That's what he said to me in the interview. If you go to YouTube, you can still see this right. uh, with the Iron Sheik. And then, uh, and, I, and that was when I knew I could ask him a favor because he, 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 like, he was complimenting me that I was respecting like, what he was about. And now I'm like, can I ask you a favor? My buddy Dave Charters was because uh, I'm honestly the show at that time, Mike. It was me, you, and um, Charters. Charters, really. Yeah. Paul, were you even in, involved then? No, not <laughs> Yeah, it was just me, you, and Charters at that time, right. right? So it was like basically Pete's the host of the show, and the Nocturnal Emissions are Dave and Mike. The OGs. Yeah, and so I was just like, uh, oh, like we got an inter- we got an opportunity to interview the Iron Sheik, us three guys. Who are all just retards, or sorry, I shouldn't say that, all mentally handicapped. <laughs> because then if I say that, or like ment- whatever the proper thing is, then that's Retarded. cool. Whatever it is. No, is it's true. not cool. It's making that bad too. <laughs> dummies. Anyways, we're all stupid. Dummies. <laughs> dummies. Can't call them dummies either. We're boneheads. Uh, Waterheads? Is that what you said? Sure. No. <laughs> so, so we go, um, so <laughs> we go to. Um, Kingston Town. Kingston, right? I say to Michael, I go, Michael, we have an opportunity of a lifetime interview, like a WWE great. This guy was a champion. He got it off Bob Backlund. He passed it on to Hulk Hogan. Like, this is a man of Made Hulk Hogan's career. Oh, and you think he would really lose to Hulk Hogan in a real fight? No, he'd kill him. He would kill him. He wanted to make sure that was clear, too, eh? A hundred times. A hundred times he told you, I'll fucking kill Hogan if me and him actually got into it. Even now, I can't even use my legs. I'd kill him with my fucking teeth. <laughs> Hogan's a pussy, man. He's just a fucking bodybuilder, and he likes to tan in his fucking Speedo. Yeah, that's I'm basically what he said. killer, man. I'll yeah. poke your fucking eyes out. <laughs> like, that's what I mean. Sheik was, I wouldn't mess with him even now. They showed him with his legs all fucked up, pressing, like, huge weights. Oh, and he's stuff. insane. He's barrel-chested. Yeah. Just abnormal strength. Anyways, but then Real I said, I, when I asked him for the favor, I said to him, uh, uh, "Can you, my buddy Dave... We gave him the opportunity to come meet the sheik, and he uh, he 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 couldn't make it. You know, he was he 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 pushed out for some reason, right? Me and you, Michael, on the way up there, we're like, "What's well, Char's problem, right? <laughs> Weren't we saying that some sort of Polish loser? Like, what is this? Like four kids, and all of a sudden you can't go up and have have fun, you know, like just he, a getaway? Come oh, on, you have baby. a job. I have a family. I have life commitments. Like, yeah, yeah, they're all temporary, dude. Iron Sheik's like fucking. Forever. Once in a lifetime, and you get it forever, man, that story. <laughs> Me and Michael got those stories forever. We got hotel stories. We have fucking bar stories. We have interview, like, we have, like, interview stories, and then and then we have the movie stories. Yeah. And then we have the meet and greet afterwards stories, and then we have the... Uh, oh, night out stories. The night out stories, yeah. and then the next day. Morning, like, even, yeah. Ah, man. Charters, you idiot. 
you imbecile, you fool, you absolute, uh, what do you call him, nincompoop? There you go. Yeah, nincompoop. You missed out on a great opportunity there, Charters. So I told the Sheik about this, about how Charters was such a fool. And he, uh, I said, can you cut a promo on him so that we can really make him feel bad about himself? And he goes, what's his name? I say his name again. His name? What's Dave his? Dave Burford. Burf- Where is he from? Dave Burford. Dave Burford Rooster. Whatever the fuck your name is. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> it was the best. It was the best. I almost pissed my pants. When he said it. I was holding my phone, videoing it, and I almost dropped it. I was laughing so hard. And, and the thing is that our whole audio, which was the purpose of the show at the time, was on a Zoom recorder into two microphones, one for me, one for the Sheik, that were delicately set up. We had the most elaborate setup of all these idiots oh, that yeah. were going up. We were all set up. And uh, with a Zoom recorder, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to hit, hit it once and then twice to go, right? I hit it the stupid. once. Yeah. Fucking stupid. Thank record. God. Yeah, yeah once I thought it was record, it was red. But no, no, it was red not flashing, good. not red solid. You just <laughs> fucking lost everything, you dummy. And then I'm like, can we get another one with the Sheik? And they're like, no, you can't. No, oh, this is after you realize. <laughs> you were the last one we saved. even let, because uh, Live from the Dutch Hall didn't really mean a lot to us. I don't know if you know that. But in <laughs> Kingston, there was like uh, two people here that yeah. listened we're, to it. We were frowned upon. It was uh, the kosher pork chop and uh, <laughs> the guy that uh, knew the Sheik there. Those are the two people that listened that? to the show. So the only audio two's not enough to get you in at all. We were lucky, we were nice to let you in, and then you fucked it up, so it's your own problem. And then Michael said, uh, I have it on my cell phone still, and then we fucking massaged that audio to get it up. Yep. And uh, we really tried to make it work, and it, I think it did. It would give us a big boost. Better than nothing. Memories. Yeah, and that was during the Dean Rainey times because we ended up putting that on one of the uh, YouTube, early YouTube shows. Oh, yeah, shows. we did. The Dean Rainey times. Those are different times yeah, in here. Fucking not smoking cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, this is. Yeah, the thing we had about, to drink in plastic cups yeah, too. Not allowed to drink yeah. or smoke cigarettes. You couldn't show the Bud Light label because they know you're drinking Bud Light. I'm like, well, I am drinking Bud Light. <laughs> so what the fuck? <laughs> I don't care that they know I'm drinking Bud Light. I, I am drinking Bud Light. And then I go, uh, they go, uh, and then he said, uh, you can't smoke cigarettes because my equipment is precious. And I'm like, but I do it in my pool shed. <laughs> and my fucking freedom is precious, you know? Like, my freedom is precious. But I gave it up. I sold out like a fucking whore to the man so I could get East Link TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a wise choice. So anyways, after a while, we realized that I was not interested in the TV world. Too many rules. I still am not interested in the TV world at all. But this is the world I'm interested in for life in the Dutch Hall. I want to be in the free world, which is the internet as far as I'm concerned. Everyone watches live streaming anyways, YouTube. and I, I, I watch YouTube more than I watch TV already, and my kids don't even know TV exists. No. You like, can just pick on YouTube what you want to watch. Yeah, you can control your own enjoyment. You don't have to watch, like, what your parents like, you know? <laughs> and so, like, it's a really, that's the real world that we're going to live in forever. It's not ever going to go back. It's not, yeah, it's not going back. So, like, TV's going to die. Even at the Emmys this year, they said, t- like, they were making jokes about TV just being dead. Like, that's not even a real thing anymore. And now Netflix was has won some TV awards, right? Okay. I think they did. And then they're and then they're now they're trying to get uh, Oscars, but they have to put it in a bullshit theater for a bit in order for it to qualify for Yeah, for that's, what cr- that's what's crazy right. is, like, how do you... It's like they're going to have to switch the awards. I don't even get that. Like, if you make a movie and you put it on Netflix and it never goes in a theater, isn't that a... 
But it's a huge success. Who cares? Yeah, like that Coen Brothers movie that was just out that fucked me over still to this day. <laughs> is that have you have, have you seen it, Mike? So good. Charles watched. I have it on, not seen it. No. Charles watched it on the plane, and I watched it over his shoulder, like coming back from uh, Nashville? Uh, from Nashville. I was watching over his shoulder uh, when he watched the part that really screwed my brain up, and I wanted to watch his face. Stone cold. He's evil. He's cold on the inside. Didn't even affect him, eh? I go Charles. I go, Charles, did you see that coming? He goes, no, I didn't see it coming at all because they distracted me with this. I'm like, you're a fucking <laughs> robot, man. Like, you don't robot. have feelings for that person that was that, that horrible thing happened to. I said, uh, you just look at it like a, a story twist, you cold motherfucker. Cold you know? Polish-hearted bastard. Yeah. You know Charles' success? You know how rich he is? Do you know how rich Charles is? He's like Scrooge McDuck, isn't he? Yeah. I bet you're right. Vault with a whole bunch of gold coins in it. Yeah, that's exactly why he's not here tonight. He's in his coins. He said, "I need to go for a coin swim. I need to relax in my vat of coins." Ducktails, wood. He is screws McDuck. He just jumps off that platform right in. His dumb mustache looks like a duckbell because it's orange, okay? Like a duckbell, like his whole beard. Because he calls it a beard, but the stuff on his cheeks is just like uh, not noticeable. <laughs> yeah, you can't see it. There's nothing in between. He's got some on his chin that's kind of like he's like a permanent the Zorro. bottom of the bill. Yeah, permanent yeah. Zorro. I can't. Have, I I don't understand why people like him. <laughs> you know, he's my best friend, and that's the truth. He's my best friend in the world, but I don't understand why people like him. You you don't know him as long as me. You just met him no. like through me, right? Right. But I love him. Why? I don't know. There's something lovable I about love him. His My wife says it too. She I says love his she program. He's just an easily likable person. Yeah, that's weird to me. He drives me the most crazy of everyone. <laughs> you know what? He, he treats me like his kids or his employees. It must be one or the other. And I won't be either of them for him, eh? <laughs> so I like always rebel. I'm like, I do the opposite. Like, if I was his kid, I'd be his worst kid. Because <laughs> if you're going to talk to me like a kid, I'm like, fuck, I'll be your kid, but I'm going to be the worst kid you ever dreamed of having. I'm Rosemary's fucking baby. <laughs> and then uh, when, uh, if you want to treat me like one of your employees' charters or one of your underlings in your fucking high master horse of industry, of master of industry that you live in, you successful motherfucker. You know, Charles has got a little bit of like, you know what he is in, in his master of industries workplace? You ever watch Old School? Yep. You love, know, you love know, that movie. You mm -hmm. know when, uh, you know when uh, Luke Wilson goes to the photocopy room and Artie Lang's in there yeah. with like, that? I need this. I need this. There's people at his place of business, at Charter's yeah. place of business. They go to Charter's. That will find out, like, they'll, they'll find the Nocturnal Emissions Facebook page, take a picture Whoa. of Charter's, like, <laughs> I, a carp, carp, cartoon image that I've made him with a filter or whatever to make it look like a, like his big Polish mustache face or whatever, and they'll go like, uh, I know, I know what's going on. You're the coolest, you know, like kind of like it's kinda the same like thing. Club. Like, uh, let fight me club. in, let me into this. I'm gonna ruin your shit. And 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 Charles is just like, don't fuck my shit up, dude. I don't know what you're talking about, man. I got the Dutch Hall. I don't know what you're talking about. This is none Pushes of your fucking concern. Stay like, out of this. It's like Fight Club. I am Dave, the master of industry, and you will respect me as Mr. Charters. Don't fucking... I am not the rooster. Don't fuck with my eyes, shit. <laughs> I'm not the rooster. When I'm in the Dutch Hall, I'm the rooster. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm at work, I'm D. Charters, master <laughs> of industry. <laughs> yeah, I'm D. Charters, master of industry. Here, I'm the rooster. 
wearing a cock hat. Look at me wearing a track suit with a fucking gold chain and no shirt underneath. Oh, Tied my Polish chest hair. Ugh. That was something. Gross. Classic. You know what we should do? You just we gave him go- a big compliment, and you said you don't understand. What do you mean? Charters. What a compliment did I give him? You more or less said he's like the man. Oh, because he's so gross? No, because like people come to him at work and say. Yeah, that's true. Because he's he's okay. successful at work, though. Yeah. So like people want to be charters is what you just more or less said. Yeah, but not me. Those <laughs> people that want to be charters are idiots. You're like you're like. Co-host is questioning <laughs> you. <laughs> Putting you on the spot. No, seriously, if there's, a, if, if there's a bunch the of stupid people that want to be, like, charters, <laughs> like, you go, like, okay, like, that's great. Live your life I, looking up to charters, but I know the guy, and he's fucking terrible. But you love him. <laughs> yeah, I do love him. Yeah. I don't know why. I we, really all, we all him. have one of them. I think. I think I like his family and stuff. I think I like a charter's family more than charters, and I just don't want to give up on his family. <laughs> his mom and dad are the best. Bozy, I agree with you. You got everybody's got their one friend. Yeah, they I, got, can't I got one of those. They can't understand. Can't quit them. No, no you can't give up on it's them. It's like it's... the Brokeback Mountain thing without the butt fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, without that. Without the butt fucking. Definitely without that. Yeah. And if they weren't part of your life, you'd be missing out on, a lot, on a lot of stories. Yeah, yeah. Charles married my cousin, which was I think was a, a dirty, underhanded move, <laughs> but it did lock him into my life forever. You know, because I'd never ever lose like a relationship with my cousins. You know, they're the best. <coughs> By the way, Craig Franklin, mm. this yeah. feedback we got feedback <laughs> is dedicated to your new baby, Colton. Colton, that's here. Atta for boy, Craig Craig Darbs, baby. Out of girl, Darb. What you've done is you made the Van Dyke family bigger. And this will help if you ever have an event where you just think, you know what? My friends and family are boring, and I don't enjoy my spare time with them. It seems that when I have an opportunity to spend a joyous occasion with them, it ends up being a boring nightmare. And uh, uh, I would like to change that. And all it's going to cost you is $100 a quarter cold hard cash. And now Colton will be alongside potentially... Between five and twenty-nine Van Dyke first cousins in bright yellow jackets to make your special event the time of your life. Yeah. Hey, did I mention you're gonna have to pay for all of our expenses, and they will be dear. Mm. But if you're not one hundred percent satisfied, we're gonna give you back that hundred dollars of those expenses if it runs through our body and potentially yours. Van Dyke Party Services. Don't live your life in regret. Brought to you by our good friends at Clean Flow. Clean Flow. What up? What up? You re up, then we love you. Oh, yes. We love you. Yes, because money is fantastic because it allows us to do things. Uh, Amazon, you know, Christmas season is upon us. Go to the Live from the Dutch Hall website and click on our Amazon banners. If you don't see them, it's because your ad blockers are on. Shut them off. Click on the ad blockers, and uh, you can do all your Christmas shopping, and some of that money will come back and help the Dutch Hall, and not help that bald motherfucker. Oh, help the Dutch Hall. That bald motherfucker's already rich. He's rich. Yeah. He's the richest guy I know. Yeah. I don't even know him, but I've heard he's of him. pretty fucking rich. He's rich. <laughs> you know who's not that rich? Us. Yeah, we could. You, you should remind him that you were there in the beginning when Dude. he was not. Baldy? Yeah. Yeah, it was. You were got... there right in the beginning. Hey, remember uh, Amazon owner five years ago? <laughs> I think I made you. Live from the Dutch Hall, <laughs> 60,000 pod beat downloads. You contributed. <laughs> you contributed. Hmm. You're goddamn right I did, Beaver. I must have got five or six checks over the five last five years. You should you should uh, try and see if you can uh, if he's ready to float some shares over. Nah, you know what? I don't appreciate his whole business sign. You know, I'm going to tell uh, the Amazon people, you know what? 
go fuck yourself. I'm making money cake <laughs> off of you, and you can't even stop me, motherfuckers. <laughs> we found the wormhole. Yeah. <laughs> Suck it. Yeah, we don't even like you. We're just using you because you got great deals and shit. And then... Uh, <laughs> Deliver that to our fucking houses. Yeah. And then we're going to give like 6% China. to this bullshit show that talks about dicks and then drinks a lot of booze on a Thursday. Yeah, right? Sucking our Chinese nuts. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Anyways, that is that it for sponsors? No, we got one more. Norpak. The beef, people. The beef. Oh, that's it. That's all you get. Because oh. we have still to send them their re-up. <laughs> it might just be pepperettes this time. I'll, I don't know. I'll be having a visit with uh, Norpak here in the near future. Perhaps I can persuade people. them. Oh, we're going to have to get a real sales meeting to really twist that guy's arm. Mm-hmm. To help making us fucking rich. We could use a box of steaks. <laughs> box of steaks. Beef, your co-host, I like it. The be- what, I, Beef's, I, what Beef's hired for is just to do exactly that. Box <laughs> Beef, get, get free shit for us right now. What else can you get? Uh, I can take Go on this cheese lady. Bag of beef jerky from, <laughs> from Norpak would be great. You know the cheese lady tells everyone. Cheese lady, I'll take a nice tray. Yeah. You just take it all? This is the Christmas season, though, people. The Christmas season is upon us. And the first ever Live from the Dutch Hall listener has given us our first Christmas gift. Whoa. Season of giving. Season, Season of, giving. of giving. Remember last year when we had all those Christmas gifts? Yeah. How fantastic I see my chocolate over there. From our, <laughs> from our listener. We have one-year-old chocolate. Oh, it's my chocolate. Yeah, that's from... Mine's J- not there. Oh, Paul's is the <laughs> only one eating. Because we... How the fuck would need it? <laughs> it was a sentimental thing, I thought. I thought it was more to signify all of us. I couldn't b- bear to... Break us up. Paul ate it immediately. <laughs> uh, staring him in the eyes. <laughs> when, I, when I see those chocolate letters, I feel like I'm at Christmas with my family. Oh, my gosh. Like, she's good. Yeah. It's been you, you always got the chocolate letter, but yeah. but they never got a, had a D, so I always got, like, fucking Z or something. Really? Yeah. No nah. D? No D. If they don't have a D, you get a B and you break it in half. What's your brother's name? I never ate it anyways. What's your brother's name? Kyle. Uh, BK. You would have to get like you'd have to you, K is could they get K's? Well, they were real worried that I didn't get a D, but I didn't <laughs> give a fuck. That, it sounds like you didn't get a dick, eh? That's how people <laughs> say dick terrible. when they yeah. don't want to say. It. Didn't They're get like, a D. Sounds I like did, I didn't yeah, get my D. Didn't get my Every D. Christmas <laughs> I want to get a D. Yeah. Did you get a tangerine though? A chocolate D would be the yeah. best. I, no, I never. I get a nice, my ass. Nice tangerine. Black. Nice tangerine. <laughs> nice tangerine in the bottom of your uh, stocking. Mm. What a treat. <laughs> it's like brown. Did you get a tangerine in the toe? Yeah, right in the toe. Right in the toe? Right in the toe. Right in the toe. Oh, tough toe nice. on it. Hey, uh, oh, I didn't get coal. I got an old fruit. Yeah, I got that fruit. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure, fruit. Those are the ones you fruit. could re-gift, because if you didn't get your own letter, your name, you weren't re-gifting, because it was like, oh, I didn't. I went and bought this for you. <laughs> yeah. A nice chocolate letter. I like chocolate Zed. I would ask for yeah. How many people do you know? <laughs> if you get a slingshot and you put the tangerine in the slingshot and then you fire it against like right an old ball kill. Or yeah. your sisters. Yeah. Yeah, that's what makes Christmas fun. You just need a, a, an accompanying gift with a tangerine, like to, to make it a game. It, it can you know? be useful. Yeah. yeah. That's the only thing. Mini stick puck, like the ball. Yeah. Mini yeah. stick. High lie. Yeah. You ever play highlight, Michael? <laughs> no, I have not played. Well, go highlight. to Florida, play some highlight, live a life. <laughs> what? What is your problem, man? <laughs> what is highlight? Fling a fucking rubber ball against the wall, see how fast it goes, see if this dipshit over here <laughs> can catch it or whatever the fuck they do, and then the other people bet on it. What? Great fun. <laughs> you get drunk, you bet. 
You don't know what the fuck's going on. They're whipping balls hard at the wall. You never been to a highlight game? No, I have not. Yeah, Fucking that's when they live a life. Is that, is that when they're using the big hook to friggin' sling? Yeah, it's sling. like a hook. You ever watch the beginning yeah. of Miami Vice? People, they show a little clip of hey, it. People like hurt themselves bad. Like they're yeah, the balls going like, super fast, like hundred mile an hour. It's one of those fucking boomerang. Yeah. Fucking hook things. Hook things, yeah. And they like flip it. You never seen highlight? No, I haven't. It's not. dangerous. Oh, go sport. look up highlight. Dangerous sport. A ball's whizzing right at you. People have died. Beaver knows all about it. <laughs> you ever bet on it? I have never bet on it, but uh, I just was bet in on awe. the Cuban man. I was in awe in the in the highlights. <laughs> like they're showing people almost dying and shit. <laughs> I'd bet on the Cuban. That's a the tip. Cuban? Inside oh, tip. Is it their sport? I thought of that Cuban. Yeah, well, I guess. Beer Lanch. I guess what are the Sorry, sport are they into? <laughs> Beer Lanch. You ever been to a Greyhound race? <sighs> a nice rabbit race. You ever been to a Chase cockfight? A nope. You ever been to a donkey masturbation? In Tijuana? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Lots of things to do in life, Beef. I have been to a cockfight. You be, where? Dominican Republic. Was it cool? Really? Are you serious? Yeah, it was fucking awesome. Right. <laughs> <laughs> do you, tell about it. How did, did you even well, know? We went on this it? tour. Did you bet? Uh, and they, they, it was like a coffee tour where they take you to like the waterfalls and all that yeah, yeah. The yeah. bean plantation little did we know, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Little did we know cockfight. Cool. Really? Yeah, it was awesome. They and they brought you to it? Yeah, or they just you showed s- us it. Like, yeah? it was nothing. I thought it was like, uh, is this okay? Maybe it is there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fucking awesome. So how did it go down? How did it go down? It was a mild fight, the one we saw. It wasn't like they're did killing they, me. Did it die? No, no. They just pecked out Hey, how do they crank? Then they just grabbed them and took them How do they them crank them up? Like, get them all excited to fucking well, They're all fucking you. wound up oh, okay. when they get in there. I thought they put razor blades on their wings and just let them... Yeah, yeah I don't think that's the one I saw. I saw, like, the mild version. Oh, yeah. Is that what Michael Vick did with his dogs, too? Yeah. Made him yeah. razor blade fight? Because I think that's cool for any animal. They just fucking tie razor blades. They don't know what they're doing. And then you see them fight normally. They're like, I'm just trying to catch the mouse. And I, I saw think its that head would off. only be cool with squirrels. Uh-huh. I think that would only be cool with squirrels. Just because it's kind of a matching height. Like the size with a razor blade. Squirrel. Have you ever tried catching one of them fucking things? <laughs> Fuck no. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> let alone get to leave that job to somebody else. Yeah, let alone get I know a guy. I know a guy my age in uh, Waterford, and his kid uh, got into hunting, but much on his own. Like, he just he was like an enthusiast, you know? Loves hunting. Uh, started hunting uh, squirrel in Waterford and uh, barbecuing it up for the family. Like, a, like, a, like a 14, 15 year old kid would just like cook up, uh, kill a squirrel with his like little like pellet gun or whatever, and then like, cook it up. <laughs> and it was apparently delicious. Squirrel appara- balls? Squirrel. Tastes like uh, pork. Yeah, in Dynasty, they're all about squirrel balls. Dynasty? Is it, are you watching the new Dynasty? No, like back in like five years Linda ago. Linda Evans? Like Duck Dynasty back in the day. They're oh, Duck Dynasty. Duck Dynasty. Oh. That's that all a different kind of Dynasty. Duck Dynasty. They're all about squirrel balls. I don't know if that's a thing you eat, but... Well, probably. Can't be too yeah. big. Yeah, it can't be. You need Beaver, a, would, you eat, would you eat balls? No. Even if it was like they said, these are bull testicles. They're a delicacy. We have them like marinated in uh, paprika. I've, there's a lot of people eating with some random shit. I'm just probably s- good. Well, my wife could have cooked it already for me. I wouldn't have known. Oh, just don't tell me they're balls. Yeah. Well, I don't know what's on the plate. So, would you like? A, would you eat a helmet? 
The helmet, co- no. <laughs> no. Would you get a helmet of a cock? <laughs> no. no? Yeah, it's no. the softest piece. <laughs> yeah. Why is uh, it so tender? <laughs> this melts in your mouth. <laughs> you ever try that? Just put the... it on the tip of your tongue. Yeah. Mm, the helmet. I went to a Vietnamese place in Tilsonburg, and <laughs> I got the... You ate some balls? And I got the one that was the most, like, gross on the menu. I go, like, give me the, like, the... What was it called? Specialty... No, no, but it was called, like, the... Uh, specialty order, specialty foe or something. Like it was off. It was kind of like this is only for the you like know, you had people. to sign a non-disclosure before you. Ate yeah, it. I wanted the weirdest <laughs> thing on the menu, so I go like I'll take that one. And it come with tripe, and and uh, what they call beef tips or whatever. But it was like tongue and cheek and mm. all that stuff in the soup. Cattle tongue. A lot of people eat cattle tongue. It was the best thing I ever ate in my whole life. It was so good. Like the tripe, which is like a gland or whatever. Yeah, what's that gland? Oh. It's like a gland. Never uh, thought to eat that, but it tastes like pure fat and it's delicious. Mm. It's like mm. it's like bacon. That's, that you ever go good. to that taco truck in Simcoe during the summer? Nope. You gotta go to that one on Thursday, Fridays. That the Mexican, Mexican truck. They got like pork rind tacos. You gotta go Thursday probably because Friday just be jammed. You go early. You beat them there. You gotta get them. You gotta go there at like two o'clock. They have a, and they have a non they have a, a Canadian line too. There's <laughs> the offshore line. Yeah, you don't get as good. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You get you get the seconds. They'll put like a mayonnaise on it for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that guy's a white guy from Mexico too that cooks in that truck. <coughs> really? Yeah. A Which white, you don't a think white about. White guy from Mexico. Yeah, a white guy from Mexico. He's totally Mexican. Like he's got a thick me- thick uh, Mexican accent and he's like totally Mexican. But he's like a white guy from Mexico. Okay. You just don't think of it because you always think about Mexican guys from Mexico, like like the the, the Spanish looking ones or the half Spanish half uh, uh, native ones. You know, it's like a tanned African American. But there's white people, there's black people, there's chi- there's Asian people. You know, They're all just in Mexico. like any other country. Yeah. Because it's a country. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's a whole it's a whole diverse area of land where people from all over live. Okay. But you don't think that because we no. just think of the Go standard figure. thing. Because you think like, you like think, think about border think about, jumping and uh, who's coming over the fence and. Well, you think about uh, think about Canada, for example. We think multicultural, right? Right. Now think about Germany. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we. Don't. What do you think about? You don't think multicultural. No, you don't. You but they're the Germans. most multicultural country in Europe, I think. Football right. team is full of. Soccer. Yeah, but keyword ger- in in Europe, not like we're mo- the more multicultural than they are, right? I don't know if any more. They have probably more from the Middle East. They just took a million on. Yes. Yeah, in Germany, they're not ver- they're not Hitler's dream anymore. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> they're Hitler's nightmare. He'd be rolling in his grave. Oh yeah, too many Zwarta <laughs> on the football club. Yeah, yeah. Which I say is like, you know what? Good on you, Hitler. You really S- up yeah. your ass. Suck, Suck my it. balls, Hitler. Uh, but did they? They're still a good soccer team. Oh yeah, they're damn good. They're not winning, but yeah, I hope Holland's back. What do you think? They're back. Got a couple more. Back in it, baby. Hey, the Holland ladies are, or the women are in the. Uh, uh, the women are good, and the men yeah. are coming back around. We're back yeah. in it, baby. Yeah, we're back in it. Fuck you, Belgium. We're coming at you. You know what, Belgium? You had your time, and I can't wait to fucking cripple you. Because I have not been able to wear my orange jersey in public for quite some time, probably like four years now. Yeah, we got what? Uh, what are we in now? Eighteen? So Maybe two more six years. years. Two more years. Then when I wear that orange jersey again, we're coming after all you motherfuckers. Yep. And now we're gonna have a whole hall in Delhi, Ontario, 
and you'll have nothing you can do about it. Peter Anyways, we were talking about Christmas. We're in feedback. We got feedback. And uh, we have to talk about Christmas. We got a Christmas gift from uh, our good super fan, Bruce Feltry. Oh, yeah. Dropped off oh, a package to our good friend, the French Tickler here. And uh, I thought it was just a package, so I unwrapped it. It turned out it was like a very nice gift of craft brews for us. I put it in the fridge Whoa. at the church, nice. so it's available for any of us to share. And then uh, uh, he sent me a follow-up email on the letter that he gave me with a gift, and I did not know there was a letter at all. I had no idea about the letter, so I checked my garbage can in the wrapping paper, and sure as shit, there was a letter in there. Not only a letter, but a generous donation to the cause. A good uh, catch. As far as sponsorship for Victoria Elder Care. You know, give a shout out to Victoria Elder Care in Simcoe, Ontario. And then uh, and uh, we got, uh, so I'm looking at uh, the letter. The letter was fine. It was a nice uh, thing. He really likes the dynamic between uh, charters and uh, myself as a master industry and what he called the man-child <laughs> Uh, Pete Van Dyke, right? And uh, which I thought was a good dynamic to pick up on, because Charters is uh, is like uh, the opposite of me, right? How can he even be my friend <laughs> when he thinks that way? You know what I mean? Like he's like the like I we there was a time where we both worked kind of like corporate jobs, and we were like uh, comparing notes. And I thought we we're kind of on the same page. And then now I'm like, uh, no, he's way different. Like he's like uh, still doing that shit. It doesn't make any sense to me anymore. By the way, I'm gonna burn bridges whenever we want. If you ever say, Pete, we need something to do, just say, hey, why don't you burn those bridges? And I'll burn the bridges between every company I ever worked for. I can't wait it's, to fucking do it. It's your new thing. No, whenever I can do it, like I'll trash my companies I worked for, so I, they'll never hire me back again. I really want to do it in order to like. Uh, Make sure that I have to succeed at the new project, right? Because I have no backup. You can't plan. go back. So in yeah. year in the sixth year, it's no, all now. about burning. Oh. Yeah, right. Like now, when we turn oh, the yeah, page, yeah. it's all about burning bridges. Oh, you want to do it for the for next week's show for the season six finale? I say you burn your first bridge. We will. I'm gonna build a bridge and burn it. Burn the shit out of it. Either at the end of the show or at the beginning of the show, we're gonna burn that fucking bridge. There you go. And I'm also gonna tell some stories about. Uh, I can talk about Norfolk Co-op. I can also talk about, because uh, they they don't exist anymore. I can talk about uh, Farm Credit Canada. I can talk about uh, CIBC, and I can talk about Royal Bank of Canada. Huh. So I can do I can I can really throw shit at all three of those places. Got some options. Yeah. Reluctantly to Farm Credit, is my, which is my favorite of the three, just to give a little shout out to Farm Credit. But it, but uh, I will definitely burn the bridges for all four of those fucking places, <laughs> and anywhere else that would consider hiring me, I'll burn that bridge too. If you want to hire me, send me a letter at lifeinthedutchhallgmail.com and I will fuck up my employment uh, offer on next week's show uh, to make sure I can't work for you either. So um, that's so we should get to feedback. Bruce, uh, I was really thinking about Bruce because uh, he not only gave us a, a first Christmas gift of the season, he also um, was in communication with me. We were like back and forth. He's the first one that's going out. He's almost uh, filling out a bingo card of live from the Dutch Hall celebrities. Oh. And he's going out and making sure he can make contact with them. Like, he's he's sent me a picture of him and the cheese lady. Oh, nice. Ah. Yeah, he sent me a picture of him and Shane Bergman. Oh, really? CFL 
Two time. Two time. Champion. Champion. Right off, boy. Bergman. Yeah. Sweet. Like this guy, this guy's going out, and there's the, the others. There's the super fans, the guests, the of live from the Dutch Hall, refining each other and having these experiences. The common experience is live from the Dutch Hall. Can you believe that? That's unbelievable. We got a yeah. little community. And we got a community the, of people. The disciples. Yeah. You know what? I noticed a little bit of uh, change in the tone. I got a phone message from Good Time Jane. Oh. Yeah, yeah. she's my insurance lady, and uh, Good Time Jane. Uh, you know when she was telling me about the deal she can get me on insurance? There was a little bit more uh, of a little bit of a flutter in her voice, I, I heard. Ooh. I heard a little bit of joy. I heard a little bit of, like, familiarity, like we're old friends now. <laughs> Where before we were just business relationship, but now, live from the Dutch Halls, me and me and Good Time Jane, we're going to have a good time together. Oh, right. yeah. We're going to party for probably about 10 years. That's about it. And I'm leaving, <laughs> Jane. I'm is leaving. This, is this Jane from VLG? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know who Jane is. You know, good Jane, time, Jane. Good yeah. time, Jane. Good She's time. a great, great lady. One of the great supporters of our show and one of my favorites altogether. My wife worked with her. Really? Yeah. Oh at, yeah. At uh, tr- yeah, yeah. And she liked her. Yep. Oh, that's right. Because she's good people. She's a good time. And that's the people that listen to our show. Honestly, how many people we met in the five years since we've been on Life in the Dutch Hall? Like a ton, right? We met people that we'd only meet because of this show, and most of them have been really cool, right? Only the odd one's been a real dipshit. Yeah. Right? Majority really good. Majority, majority have been, like, awesome. Like, we've had, 98%, like... 98%, I would say. And we're really still friends with them. And from yeah. all over the place, you know? So, I mean, there's... Uh, yeah, that alone is, like, so cool about this, is you just meet so many different people you never would have probably met if you are just not doing this. Yeah, and then when you have... And you don't have to, like, say, hey, I'm Mike Bo. And then uh, for some of these people, you don't say, hey, I'm Mike Bo, and then this is what I, I'm about, and you have to introduce yourself. They already know you. Yeah, it's nice when they kind of know. And then you're going to start from that point because they already kind of know what you're all about because they've listened to the show. Yeah, they know your program. Yeah, it, yeah. It's funny. Uh, I don't get it as much, but, I mean, you've talked about it before. Like, people have a picture of what you are or what you look like or what the picture yeah. in their head and it it's not always the same right like yeah, yeah. I had a girl that, was, that met me for the first time we're talking and then she recognized my voice and she goes and she goes what's your name and then i told her and she goes are you the dutch hall guy that's pretty cool <laughs> and then i go yeah and then uh, sh- then uh she was like uh i didn't picture this at all right. she's oh, like showing fucks him oh, right up oh. yeah she was like pointing at my face she's like i didn't picture this at all i'm really <laughs> like in a good weird way? no she goes i'm really weirded out by this whole thing i just don't even want to talk to you oh, like, shit. Wow. She, i imagine something different <laughs> she left me i'll tell you who it is after the show okay. uh but like uh it was a nice thing she's a nice girl but she just like had a different vision in her in her head and it wasn't this. No, it was not that. <laughs> it wasn't this. Yeah, it wasn't what it was. Here or here, but right in here. Yeah. <laughs> you she must might have, have a voice of a twenty year old altar boy then. Maybe, yeah. maybe maybe more handsome voice yeah. vocally. But I think that's the cool thing about the podcast is like people kind of paint their own picture, right? Yeah, yeah. We are still an audio podcast for first and foremost. Like of uh, of all our YouTube efforts or whatever, but like our listeners come from the audio form, people driving to work, people like doing other things and listening to us. And that's our main audience. And uh, they're the ones that grew us to where we are today. And they're the ones that uh, keep great sponsors like Clean Flow and Norpac. 
the beef people. And, uh, you know, Yarmy Electric. Oh, oh fuck yeah. yourself. <laughs> you know, at one point in time, VG Packers, shout out to VG Packers. Hey, VG. Great, what up, great VG? supporters of us in the, Boys. In the past. And, you got uh, two beef people. That's awesome. Yeah, we've got great, and they're all good people. Like they're all like fantastic supporters of the show. The cheese lady, uh, uh, you know, let's check on the cheese lady. We're checking on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady, checking on the cheese lady. She's always on the run. Checking on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady, checking on the cheese lady. She's always having fun. Chicken on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady, chicken on the cheese lady, she's always on the run. Chicken on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady, chicken on the cheese lady. Eating cheese is fun. Eating cheese is fun. A real delight. It yeah, it's funny you good. say that because this way this week she says hashtag listening in Delhi, hashtag take me to the church, hashtag Delhi Pride, hashtag eating cheese is fun. Oh. Yeah. So she started off with that. Then, who, who am I talking about? That's Teresa, the second mouse in Delhi. Uh. She's a great supporter of the show. She's been giving us feedback each and every week. And this week, she says to her, whenever you guys want cheese at your show, I'm your gal. Oh, perfect. Well, I'm going to tell you, uh, Teresa, we don't like to be beggars here. We have uh, today uh, uh, Wes's fiance. Hey, you getting used to that sound of that, Wes? Fiance. Sounds like a lot like finance, doesn't it? <laughs> Sounds a lot like finance. But uh, anyways, uh, uh, Wes, is, Wes, we got some nice treats tonight oh. from Wes. Uh, some of them is what what he was he got a uh, a gift for his work efforts from his employer. He decided to like give them to us Aww. because of his love for us, his uh, loyalty, loyalty and the, love. Either that or the ten packs of Tic Tacs are that we got bad breath. <laughs> uh, either way, it's good to go. Either way, okay. either way, it's good to go. And we also started a pool that we will let you guys in on at the end of the show. Yes. <laughs> um, so <laughs> at the very end of the show, we're going to end with the pool results. Okay? It's a sleeper. <laughs> it's a sleeper. We worked it all out before the hand. Uh, need, uh, so uh, she also sent me a second one. She goes, I need a date for your opening celebration, and I'll zip a, trees day, a cheese tray over. Welcome to Delhi. Hashtag cheese lady. Yes. Cheese lady, you are the best. We love you. We love your shop. We love your cheese. But I'm going to tell you something. What we did here was bad planning. What we said was we wanted this to be our very last show in life in the, in the Dutch Hall this week, you know, which is why Charge prioritized it because he had to go to his kid's uh, Christmas, Christmas concert. concert. Guess who else had to do that tonight? Me. Yeah. And guess who's here? Me. Because I can do both because I'm fucking awesome. Multitasking. A charter's master of industry decides he's going to fuck it all up. Though that potential last show in the Dutch Hall, not important to charters, you nope. know? Family where first. We, family first, work, then, then Dutch maybe Hall. maybe Dutch Hall. Right? You know where Dutch Hall is for me, Michael? First and foremost. Newark. Fuck my kids, fuck my wife, fuck my family, <laughs> religion, everything else. <laughs> Dutch Hall first, oh. motherfucker. He literally just said that in front of his wife, too. <laughs> <laughs> that takes some fucking balls. <laughs> he is serious. 
<laughs> Somebody panned no. Jane because she's smiling too. That's really funny. <laughs> if I was serious, I couldn't say it in front of my wife. <laughs> the only reason I can say it in front of her is because it's obviously ridiculous. You know, I don't give a shit about any of you guys. Fair enough. Is that what you want? Fair enough. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know what to say anymore. We're just bystanders. So. uh what was I saying before that? Uh, you're just shitting on your family. Oh, charters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, charters. <laughs> charters puts his... Uh, and how charters uh, is not. Puts his family above the Dutch Hall, which is shitty, right, Beef? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I support you, Beef. I support you, Beef. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways, we're talking about... Uh, uh, we're in Cheese Lady land. Okay, yeah, Cheese Lady. We said uh, if you give us a cheese tray for, like, let's say our Next week? Um, our, <laughs> our uh, season premiere, season six premiere, which is next week on Live from the Dutch Hall, that would help make this a over-the-top celebration. Really, like, set another level. Yeah, because we're going to do season six up right. We're still starting in the Dutch Hall because the church isn't ready yet, but... Uh, we're going to be making this great, you know? Nice and then, and you know, the next week, that's Christmas. Why not a Christmas present? Oh, right? baby. Oh, a real okay. treat. Okay. And then maybe by sometime in January, we open up in the church because what we've had to do is, is shift our priorities a little bit to people that want to pay us to do services for them because uh, those people uh, uh, we like more than anyone. Amen is good. <laughs> Because uh, we're helping them, they're helping us, and uh, we're both happy. And also, uh, we get to keep the church. It's, <laughs> a, it's uh, really fun to have that church. So you want a cheese tray to just knock it all out of the park? What I'm a saying nice, is, nice three, three. three. If we were to say three. like, yeah, if we were three. to say next week is, yeah. next week is our like home or, or like our, our home our, opener. Home opener at the church, so everyone's gonna give us like a like a like a what do you call it? a homecoming or no a housewarming gift. There you yeah. go. They're the gonna give us a housewarming one. gift, and they're gonna give us a Christmas gift, and they're gonna give us anniversary gift. There you go. Well, they're all on the same fucking day. That's three gifts. They give us one gift. They only give us one gift for three fucking occasions. So what you're specifying is we want three gifts. Let's spread this shit out. Yeah, <laughs> three <laughs> gifts, three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Let's make people give us excuses to give us gifts. For Christmas, I want cheese from for all our, the our, world. our fifth anniversary, yep. for our uh, home opener, home opener, like for a house one. Like these are all excuses to get free shit and trays of cheese. There's New Year's so, in there too. Teresa, I don't know. Oh about, yeah, New Year's. Oh, is New Year's is in good there. Good point, Bernie. Oh. Hey. Just made it four. Another oh, year, another another cheese tray. tray. Why not make it four? <laughs> yeah, you know Fresh because New year. because of our, all of our good work on uh, on uh, civil rights. I think uh, we should do a Martin Luther King Day in there. Ah. Because of what we've nice. done for the African American population. <laughs> you know what they like? Cheese. They like cheese. So, Teresa, if you're not hearing what I'm, what I'm throwing out at you, is give us cheese. Okay? <laughs> Make up a reason. Give us cheese. Jesus not- is the reason. But, <laughs> yeah. but if, you, if that's not good enough for you, how about this? Let's chat. We'll put it together a deal. And it will involve cheese. We're not worried about like f- four straight cheese platters and what it's going to do to us. But it's been so long, and I love the cheese. I've been sending so many people there. I really have. Anyone that wants to go to some other cheese shop, I'm like, what about Second Mouse? You been there? Then you're a piece of shit. 
if you haven't been there. I really like the graffiti they got on the you side. You got to really hammer them the with their like insults after you after they say they haven't been there. They're a real low life. <laughs> <laughs> That's the strategy I've been using. I'll be like, hey, you ever been the second most in Delhi? And they're like, no. You cunt. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> you piece of shit, low life asshole. What are you going to Dover? Dover G Shop? Way to go. <laughs> exactly. You want to go have a little bit of tobacco smoking that cheese, man? Now you go to Delhi for that. It's just in the, it's in the, because it's the old Knights of Columbus where they used to let you smoke. And, and the, we have Van Dyke Christmas. Exactly. When I had babies and we brought a Van Dyke Christmas in that same building where the second mouse was. My kids came home just smelling like a cigarette. Of course they did. <laughs> <laughs> Not like Uncle Ed. <laughs> I didn't dare ask them not to smoke a Van Dyke Christmas because that would be like that's bullshit. Taking away their hey, hey, you were just a piece of garbage to even suggest that, eh? Yeah, head for the hills. <laughs> even in our family, <laughs> my babies came home nicotine stained and smelly, <laughs> and they loved it. Yeah, and I'm like, that'll make you a better person. <laughs> this wanna... fucking hall was built on cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. Teresa, thank you very much. And uh, honestly, uh, next week with a season pre- season premiere for season six, please one cheese tray. You don't have to give me a Christmas gift, though. But if you did, like Bruce Feltry did, you would become the listener of the week. Bruce. He's the listener of the week. This is his week. Bruce, it's your week. Bruce, it's your week. It's your week, Bruce. So the only uh, we got a little piece of feedback. Also, I this. before we get into our last piece, we got something from uh, one of our super fans. She goes, "Congrats on five years! Wishing you at least five years more." LOL. Thanks for bring, being on my route to work entertainment for the last number of Fridays. Looking forward to a bunch more from one of your super Ooh. fans. Ooh. Awesome. You know, Jill Dyke. Ah, Jill Dyke. Hey, you know Jill Dyke? If you don't know Jill Dyke, you're not a true fan of the show, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, super fan, for sure. A super fan would know who Jill Dyke is. Jill Dyke's been in a super fan contest. Yeah, she beat Manny Fajo's ass. Fucking right. She made Manny Fajo look like a piece of garbage. Some sort of loser. Like, hey, Manny, hey, uh, you used to think uh, you were a real part of the show because you got naked and made great stories and made us have a great time. (laughs) Thanks for that, Manny. You're nothing compared to this person that's going to, like, Fucking school you. She's been with us since the very beginning. Yep. She even liked the episode that Dave did. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's it for feedback, except for one here. He's been with us since, since the very beginning of our show. He's our good buddy, the Asian Dwarf. <laughs> it's almost the same. What is Whoa. this one? Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off the bed we go. It's the last of five, let's all must die. Hi-ho, hi-ho. We're going faster. Yeah, Repeat what you said there. <laughs> it's the last of five, let's all must die. We got. It. We tied it in with the cheese lady. Sure did. It almost... Yeah, they're coming time. together. They're kind of the same cheese. You know what the if problem get is? The, the guy that writes the fucking music for the show. Doesn't know any different chords. Yeah, he do, he, it's the same three. That's what I'm thinking about the Dutch Hall song that we want to write. It's got to be those same things. Oh, it's going to be tied in. It's got us. I mean, it would be, seem silly if it wasn't those same three chords that Dave like, <laughs> goes to every time. You know what, Charters? 
You were the man that used to write the, use, the music for this. Oh, here we go. Uh-oh. Here we go. Here we Whoa. go. The man that used to write the music. Hey, Paul, are they still, uh, is, is weed legal in Canada? Yep. You might even do me a favor. Mm-hmm. Remember when we tried that? Yeah, remember that made the show better. And I'm thinking we're going to end weak, so I want to end strong. So I'm going to use some of that legal weed, see if it works out for like the show. Fair. That was a real big one. Creativity. A lot of people spread that around that show, uh, Weed Makes Me a Wizard, because uh, they were saying, like, listen to this show. These guys smoke weed and they're fucking, they got funnier. Yeah, it's great. Huh. Yeah. You know what show we didn't get funnier? The one that Joe and them came. <laughs> they that were was, not on the weed. Yeah, we had a good show, and then everyone says the sh- your show turned into shit. Yeah. And they were adamant about it, saying, well, don't, uh, don't, don't ever do that Joe again. Don't have ever again. <laughs> There's yeah. a level of frustration in that episode. Yeah, with everyone. With the yeah. listeners. The listeners really were vocal about it. They were really? like, stop doing it. And then another... Uh, Another thing I want to mention is that we have a, a good fan of the show, um, uh, Kevin Van Dungeon. He was like he went to grade school with me. Kevin Van Dungeon's a, a good fan of talk radio. He's a he's a he, and he loves our program, and he he often gives us feedback. And we we rarely talk about Kevin, but I'll tell you one of his favorite segments of our show is when we uh, flip the calendar. Sports oh, yeah. Illustrated calendar, and last week was December's first. What uh, do we What do we got over there, Stephen? Oh man, it's her hit. name is Hannah Ferguson. Oh. She's the December uh, Sports Illustrated swimsuit girl. Stephen, what? Why don't you start with a little critique of Hannah? This is what Kevin likes. All right, uh, you know what? Uh, <laughs> she's uh, a, a gorgeous woman. She's looking at the at the water. Uh, I think she's looking at you, Steve. It maybe. I didn't want to say it out loud. <laughs> she's staring into your soul. Do, do you enjoy the looks of her, Steve? I do. I do. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> there's nothing uh, displeasing about staring at Get this real calendar. in depth and, uh, with the description here. If you could be critical, if at all, like if you could find anything to be critical about about Hannah Ferguson, what would you critique about Hannah? What could she improve? Yeah, what she what what hits you in the face when you look? Uh, the only thing I would improve on this picture would be the uh, the bathing suit. Mm. You don't like the side boob? You want it gone? I want I want it gone. There you <laughs> go. Good answer. Oh. You know, uh, good answer, Steve. Steve, you you answered all those questions. I can't I can't find any fault in any of those answers because this Hannah Ferguson. I'll tell you, Sports Illustrated. Bravo. Yeah, well yeah. done. Bravo. Nice you end your year on a high note. Woo. This Hannah Ferguson's nailing it. That juicy ass of hers is like, it's, uh, it's, I just want to bury my nose in the middle of it. It's like the fold <laughs> of the, Sorry, Mom, of the calendar is like pushing her ass up to make it even more tight. I don't know what it is. I went on uh, Google Images of Hannah Ferguson. You went in depth. You went And more tried to see if there's more pictures of her, and there were. <laughs> and you Pl- can s- Plenty. And uh, my goodness, I can't find a bad one of her. <laughs> this girl here makes me want to like uh, milk stuff out of my stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> you put your thick in some sort of warm. I want to put my thick in her warm. I want to put my thick in her warm. I've been critical of most months of these girls because I don't appreciate models. I don't like models. Yeah, but is, it, is there one you wouldn't put your thick in her warm? Oh, yeah, a lot of them. A lot of those months I would so say, like, is, you know, you're is, too bony, you're too tall, you're too, like, masculine. I, I'll, I'll find a fault in a lot of these girls. This girl looks like she's my size. Petite. I like her to look feminine. 
She's got a juicy ass, not one of those flat, bony asses with like, 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 uh, you know, like, uh, something you can hold on to. Hips coming out the side there where it's not like, uh, she looks like that's she's too got a, skinny. She's got a nice hourglass figure. Damn. <laughs> and then, uh, and then like her, her face is obviously beautiful, her eyes are alluring. She looks like she's clean. She might take a shower Sorry. every other day or so. She's on the maybe beach. every day. She's maybe on the even beach. every day. Clean, clean she's, ass bitch. She's on the beach in sand <laughs> and she's clean. Oh, <laughs> she's on the beach, <laughs> buried insane. in sand, and she's a clean woman. Anyways, Kevin, I'm Kevin, sorry. Enjoy I that. To, <laughs> I got distracted <laughs> by Hannah Lawrence's month. I hope this is what you're looking for. And uh, Haitian Dwarf. You gave us. Hayson Dwarf gives us uh, feedback on iTunes. And this, week, this week he gave us five stars. That's five. And he says uh, he entitles this week's feedback Nashville. He goes, Nashville, Canadian rednecks feeling at home in Tennessee. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> Good call. Good call, HD. <laughs> Good call, HD. And, you know, there's something to be said about that. We went to Bristol, Tennessee. That's in Tennessee. Fit right in. Hey, did we not fit right in? Like a glove. Like uh, <laughs> like Crocodile Dundee in the Down Under. We've been in Nashville twice, Michael. Did we feel out of place either time? Oh, I felt even more in place this time. <laughs> My wife, uh, my wife lived in uh, Memphis, Tennessee, oh, for yeah, Memphis. Uh, four months. Was she walking in Memphis? Uh, she did walk in Memphis Ooh. quite often, but I would also go down there uh, quite often to visit her. And you know what? Did I feel out of place down there? No, no. What I did was I rocked the old city bus with the black people, and they told me, "Get off, or you're gonna get killed." <laughs> and uh, and I didn't care at all because I was a dumb Canadian that didn't understand racism in the states. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, I fit in perfectly. And same goes with the Tennessee. When you were in Nashville, did you notice racism? Not one bit. Not one bit, right? Because you don't feel it in yourself, so you At don't all. see it. We went to, like, a full black blues bar. It was my favorite fucking bar of the whole town. I danced with a girl from Montgomery, Alabama, that was dressed all in white with a shaved head. Of course she did. With a table of other women also with shaved all heads. In all white dressed as well. in white I danced with a woman and from Mississippi. For at least an hour. Yeah, that bar was the best. Yeah. Loved it. You awesome. know what? There was no sexual tension between us, even though my penis was deeply in her vagina. <laughs> I thought you were going to say deeply in your uh, <laughs> belly button strap, in your underpants. No, no. I let it out that night. Just bring it back. Mike, it's your stag. No, we were all classy guys. We're celebrating. We were tucking it up in. <laughs> no, I unzipped my zipper. I let it out. I let it out for a dance. I'm dancing. I ask her, would you like to go for a dance? She says, yes. Right away, I unzip my zipper. I I unleash my cog. And then we go dancing for at least three hours. Good enough. Yeah, no big deal. That's what it's all about. 57-year-old girl from Montgomery, Alabama. The shaved hat. Good dancer. Yeah. Table people cheering us on. Whatever cult you're in, you approve of this. And I like that. I might want to join your cult. We're here for the music. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, that girl was good. She looked like Tina Turner or whatever. You remember that night? Yeah. Where the girl looked like Tina Turner. And she oh, was the like, singer? Yeah, she, she was, was like awesome. like 70, big, yeah. bushy, like red afro or whatever. Yeah, and then awesome. uh, Spider-Man, or Superman, Superman. came, Superman Superman came out. Yeah, yeah, with the T. <laughs> Dual cape. Two capes. <laughs> Two capes, and Superman. He, would, and he, he takes was, off a cape, he, another he, cape underneath <laughs> of that cape. He was the most shifty guy I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, he was a real skinny... Uh, oh. One side of the stand. Uh, he got t- way better dance moves than I do, though. He does. 
yeah. than me, anyway. Sings like an angel. That's the thing. Is, don't you think that's entertainment, though? It was it's the best. Awesome. It was awesome. Like, this is, if you plan a show, for example, you plan a show, you want everything to go well for the show, you want people to show up, you want to entertain those people, you want it to go well. And all of a sudden, Kanye West comes out and fucks it all up or whatever he does <laughs> by taking a shit on a flag yeah. or something. Right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that a better show that he fucked it up? Something to talk more about. Talk, more talked sure. about, yeah. Yeah, isn't it? It's like better that you that whatever plan you had got totally ruined. That story's better. Like, if it went according to plan, you'd never tell the story again. No. Everything went off it's without boring. a hitch. Yeah, it's boring. Everyone's like, oh, great story. You're better than me. Like, fuck you. Yeah. But if story. everything goes wrong and your life is garbage, you got this great story, you know? Because you fucked up. The story continues. Yeah. Yeah. It's a more entertaining story for everybody because no one, no one uh, like uh, feels like it's an attack on them, right? That's why I'm gonna fuck up my whole life on purpose. Don't tell my wife. <laughs> Don't tell my wife for the stories. <laughs> and then I'm doing gonna, it for the stories. And then, in, and then in 20 years we'll do a documentary on you. No, we're in, yeah, and yeah. Then, uh, Not and, 20 though. 10. It, 10. Okay, 10. Be, real, be realistic. <laughs> I'm, I don't know if I got 20 in me. Okay, well, no. so 10, and then uh, you'll be a. Uh, it'll 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 make it so much better. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, because I fucked up. Right. Well, we if you fuck up, you got a more interesting. We interesting don't want to hear story. about you getting groceries every day. We want to hear about all the fucking crazy times. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's say like a guy never takes a risk in his whole life. He never tries anything, and then uh, he never has to say he was a failure. Mm-hmm. But, like, he's got no good stories either. The only way to have good stories is to have bad stories along with it, right? Yeah, you got to fuck yeah, up. Yeah, you got to like, up. fail. The failure stories are always the more interesting ones. Yeah. When you, where you, like, do something embarrassing, it's hard to pull off a story where you come across, like, the hero of it, you know? Usually it's got to be, like, if you, if, like, if me and Mike went out to a bar and me and Mike both tried to hit on girls to get them to have sexual relations with them, you know? That's our goal. And then uh, Mike gets uh, sexual relations with his girl, and my girl says that I'm gross to her, and she wants to vomit in her mouth. That was pretty accurate. Whose story is better, you know? Mine is better. It's hilarious, right? To hear that girl insult me to my face and tell me how gross I am. No, but the key is, though, to, to embrace it, though. What? If you embrace it, it makes it that much funnier. No, but I'm talking like, uh, it, like if you're if you're objective, you have no vested interest in the story. No, yeah. you just you don't know me or me or Mike. You're like a third party that's just looking at me and Mike. Me and Mike both try to bang girls. Mike bangs a girl, and she thinks Mike's really charming and funny. And the other girl that I try to bang tells me I'm gross, and she actually vomits thinking right. the idea <laughs> of fucking me. Right. Right. Whose story's better? My story's Yours. better. Yours. Your story's better. What right. I'm saying though is, is what helps too is it, to embrace it. Like if yeah. you fucked up, if you embrace it. But it's not even about embracing it because my story is legit better. Right. Like no, no one can true. argue yeah. it. Eh? No, like true. who whose story's better? No one can say Mike's story's better that he got laid. No, that's like true. he can describe how delicious her <laughs> pussy was, how he's never had a pussy that smooth and wet and all that stuff. And then uh and I would be like, That sounds awesome, Mike. You had a great night. But she Although puked, fictitious, but yeah. she puked <laughs> as soon as I mentioned fucking her. Like, it was so gross to her. She said that would be like fucking like an old, almost like dead man, you know? <laughs> like, it, you were gross to me. I, I, I can't even imagine that you had the balls to say that to me, mm-hmm. right? That humiliation that I experienced 
is hilarious, right? Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Although yeah, if you heard is, me yeah. tell that story, Michael, you would be like, that's fucking hilarious, right? Yeah, that's what I, I'm thinking about our Nashville trip. Like, if, if we wouldn't have pushed the limits and maybe got told we can't do things, then it wouldn't have been any fun. No, that's the... If we would have just had nothing, then it wouldn't have been any fun. You got to always kind of... Push it beyond what you. What made yeah. our trip even better was is the the quiet nothing times were still fucking funny. Yeah, we're still was, laughing. Well, you're marrying. You're gonna marry a girl you love. Yep, I sure am. Uh, Beaver's married to a girl that's gonna have his like child that he loves like to death. Right? Fucking a. Right. I'm married to the love of my life. You know, we're all in uh, Nashville. What's more fun? Then like telling a girl, hitting on a girl in such an inappropriate way that she's obviously gonna uh, turn you down, yeah, right? And right. if she doesn't, she's a fucking freak, you know. Like, and you then you have to run from her, you know. But uh, you obviously go over the top. You're gonna get turned down, and then the humiliation of the turn down when you don't really even want to get laid is hilarious, you know. And that is funny to how find out how gross a woman feels you are. <laughs> <Don't> you <think? laughs> I like it. I mean, I'm not like I don't like it because it makes me feel bad about being old and stuff. But it's like, uh, but it still makes me like laugh that they were honest with me. You know, right. they would tell me the truth, and that's really how they feel. Those brats from uh, uh, Virginia Beach, uh, the day that uh, me and that Char- you and Dave were talking to, you? that yeah. me and Charters met, uh, like we, spent we the missed, day with yeah, them. We missed yeah. the scenario. We yeah. basically dated them for an entire day, and then they were, and uh, it was the most fun ever. It really was because they were they would they were so honest. They would tell us the exact truth because they realized me and Charge don't want to fuck them at all. And then uh, it would just become like they were like us. They would like rib each other, like we bust each other. Yeah, you balls. broke down the barriers of uh, like the bullshit, so you could just be real. Yeah, just have a good time. Right. And then it wasn't about like any of that uh, dirty like uh, like you know you go to a club and some. It was fucking... wholesome fun. Yeah. Whole, yeah. Yeah. It was just super fun. Yeah. It wasn't about anything else. And I wish I could have read their feedback. But if you'd want to give us if you want to give us feedback in the future, go to live from the Dutch L Gmail.com or Instagram or Twitter or whatever you want to do. Smoke signal in LinkedIn uh, Quora, which still exists, I believe. Does it? That's a good question. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> That's questionable. <laughs> that's it. We're at uh, one nineteen of the show. Was there anything we wanted to announce? Yeah, I'm you, gonna I think be there a, is something. You, you had uh, uh, something you wanted to talk about, yeah. Oh yes, we have to. A uh, bit of a, our pool, a pool yes, of some sort. Sh- our pool is completed. Jamie Barham, you've been here the entire show. Let's it's, have a chat. It's your time buddy. to shine. My time to shine. It's your time to shine, Jamie. At the beginning of the show, we did what was called a pool. Wes brought a tray of chocolates. <laughs> So that fr- sat in front of Paul. <laughs> Ferrochet. We put him right in front of Paul. There was 21. At the count when I did the pool, there was 21 of those chocolates. 21 chocolates. We did a pool that included everyone in this room, as well as my wife and daughter in the house. <laughs> and we all guessed how many of those chocolates will be left at the end of the program. Pulcha. Uh, uh, Barham has been keeping a tabs on how many years. Barney had two. Yeah, Barney had two, but he said he, three. What? That's it. That's what? it. I know. Seriously, hey, was it no. really three? Yeah. How many's left? That's all he had. There's five holes. I had two. 
Paul only had three. Hey, they had wow. a ba- they had a bag of nuts and I bolts so in front of close. them. Oh. Yeah, like, that was I at found the a bag of nuts. Do I get the over? Twenty one. I gotta tell you who the 16, winner is. 16. Would you like to know who the winner is? Sixteen wins. No, no, I got a better winner. I, gotta, I know the winner is. You can't tell me who the winner is. I got the fucking sheet, dude. <laughs> Three plus two. No. Minus 21. I'll tell you who the loser is, me. I guessed that there would be zero left. <laughs> and uh, like you would eat 21, <laughs> 21 of those chocolates. That's what I guessed. 21 of 21. Yeah, I was the loser. I did not win. And then uh, uh, the winner, the winner is Kev... The French ticket hey, belongs hey, to hey, oh, He said you would eat two. He oh. said there would be 19 left at the end of it all. Two. And when I when he said that, I said, "Are you sure? You know what that is? Would you like to Would you like to rethink your That's thing? Because everybody else, Mike said there'd only be. Uh, Mike said there. No, Mike said you would eat 11. I said 10. And there'd be 10 left. <laughs> uh, uh, Wes said there'd be you would eat 19. <laughs> And that three would be left. Well, Steve said you eat 16, and only six would be left. Uh, Maya and uh, Barney, my daughter Maya and uh, Jamie Barham there, they said you would eat uh, 13. And uh, Beaver said you'd eat seven. Jane said you'd eat 10. And the, the true answer is three. Wow. Closest one, Kev Blanche. Kev, get anything you want out of the uh, merch job, cabinet Kev. for tonight. Hey, all right. hey, I think you'll find oh. stuff that you can get out of a case of 28 Bud Lights <laughs> or <laughs> anything from the clean flow cabinet. Yeah, I'm more of a sugar That's yours sweet. Tonight. Fuck the chocolate. <laughs> no, we, oh, yeah. Now we know. Well, we know now. He yeah. had a bag of nuts and bolts in front of him. I pulled it away, tried to get him to eat more <laughs> fresh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're hedging your bed. Yes, yeah. for a back. Yes, <laughs> for a back. <laughs> I was like, fuck. All right. I guess, I guess he's not going chocolate. Well, thank you, everyone that's uh, listened to our program over the last five years. We have enjoyed doing this every Thursday. Uh, we're going to keep doing it because it's so much fun. And uh, if you'd like to, tell a friend. Uh, give us some feedback at live.gmail.com. Otherwise, we will see you, NT. See you next Thursday for the season premiere. Cheers, everybody. Thanks hey. a lot for five years. We five. It's five. Uh, Wes had a mic, and we didn't even talk to Wes. The missed opportunity. We, yeah, we got to hear about Wes's engagement. Yeah, uh, and his sister had a baby today. Whoa, what? I know. I sent her a That's message. Sarah. And Lee. Oh, we didn't oh, say shit. congratulations to Lee and Sarah, who oh, are like our super, super fans. fans. Are we congrats, Lee and Sarah. If Lee and Sarah are listening at the end, <laughs> congrats. That's awesome. It's all, ah, oh, dang it. Those guys are great. Congratulations. And Wes is an uncle. Yesterday? Cool. Yesterday. Awesome. Uh, What's the baby's name? Everly. Oh, nice. Boy or girl? 
What? Oh yeah, girl. Baby sure? girl. <laughs> it's awesome. Do you find it weird it, when people congratulate you when you're six. an uncle? <clears throat> a little bit. Yeah, I had that with my sister too. I'm like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> that was somebody else yeah, did. Dude, yeah. It was dirty. Yeah, right it was Dougie. He got right into like, it. I don't like any of my two kids, so why would I like this one? <laughs> <laughs>